My name is Tyler Holliday, and you're listening to The Chat, the show where I discuss a range of subjects, including hot topics from the media, instrumental music education, pop culture, drag, and much more. Please join me and my very special guest, Squirrel Friends, as we chat our way through the week. And make sure you like and subscribe to my channel and push that notification button to be notified immediately when I upload new content. What are you waiting for? We've got some chatting to do. Let's go. This episode was made possible today because of the support of viewers who love this show. If you are a supporter and would like to help these episodes grow, please consider becoming a monthly subscriber on Anchor. Over there, you will find that there are three subscription payment options, 99 cents, 4.99, and 9.99. Now, no matter which option you choose, you are guaranteed to help grow this show, and I would not be able to do what I do best without the support of you guys. So thank you. I'm also on Patreon. I have two monthly tiers available for purchase. If you would like first dibs on episodes, then consider becoming a patron over on Patreon. Girl, you can even get some bonus episodes too. Again, thank you guys for supporting this show. listening to The Tea, the segment where we're reviewing episodes of RuPaul's Drag Race Season 13. And to help me discuss the premiere, I am joined by my drag sis, Joe. How's it going, Joe? Going just fine. Going just fine. So what are your thoughts on the season based on the promo? I'm excited for it so far. You know, after Season 12, got to be a little cautious. That is very true. <laughs> this will be another season where we are watching these queens do things during a pandemic. So it's definitely interesting, to say the least. Who were some of the people that stood out to you based on the promo? So based on the promo, for some reason, Denali caught my eye. She's kind of like Denali. an early favorite for me. What, what was Denali wearing? What did she wear? Oh, yeah, that was a boot. Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I liked that. That was intricate. For me, I really thought that Got Mick really stood out just based on the promo. I thought that like serpent, like headpiece thing that she had, sickening. It was absolutely sickening. And I also really like what Utica wore as well, too. So I think those two really stood out to me as far as the promo. So let's jump right into the season. So first up, we have Candy Muse who walks in. What are your thoughts on her entrance look? So she walks in and she has this like completely denim outfit, this blonde hair with this boombox. What are your thoughts? Uh, you know, I like the concept. I thought it was a little ill-fitting, for my opinion. But How so? I thought she looked good. I don't know. It just looked like it was, like, on her body. I guess denim isn't a fabric that moves, though. Right, it right. It very, like, hodgepodge to me. Right. Well, she could be that. I don't know. I <laughs> felt like when, when Candy came in, which anybody, everybody knows that Candy is from the House of Aja. That's how she really got her start with Aja and everything. She comes across as very, very confident, which goes on brand with the House of Aja. If everybody remembers season nine, Aja came in very, very confident, so much that Trinity was confused by why, how confident she was. And I feel like Candy is also falling in that kind of same uh, stereotype. I don't really think Dahlia was as confident as Aja and Candy. No. But, 
low key, she's the prettiest of the three. So if anybody should have been confident, it should have been her, but I digress. Which, speaking of the House of Aja, Candy decides to throw a little shade towards Aja. What are your thoughts on that? I already don't like her. You Ooh. don't do that. That's your drag mom. Yeah, she she threw a whole lot of shade, and it's gonna be interesting to see the narrative that she played that that the narrative that is spun with her because it's, it's it's just very evident that she's the loud one. She can be similar to Vanjie or some someone like that. So I can definitely see that happening but i could also see them like spinning the narrative and making her the villain so they're not doing a really good job of doing that by adding in all the shade Alrighty, next up we have joey j what are your thoughts on joey j i didn't mind her look i liked the more wet greasier looking hair right well she does walk in and her entrance line is spiller queen <laughs> Um, so I think that she's really trying to brand herself or, or make something out of some, I, I don't know, I guess she's trying to be funny about it, but she walks in with this chicken feathers and Candy literally reads her for wearing these chicken feathers. A lot of people have been deeming Joey J as the trade of the season before the season hasn't even started, but you know, the, the fandom, they go and follow everybody and they try to, they figure out who they are. We haven't seen this queen out of drag yet. Um, but she's been deemed as the trade of the season. What are your thoughts? Do you think she's trade? Uh, I mean, she's very basic looking. So I guess like she could be. For me, not so much. I actually think it's funny that you say basic because she talks about being a very <laughs> basic queen. She makes the reference of Vanessa Carlton. <laughs> I don't know how much more basic you can be than that because who listens to Vanessa Carlton? She also is not like a... Um, traditional professional drag queen she has a uh, an outside job outside of drag this she's like does hustle. a right this is her side hustle she does like the software um she works in like a software company or something like that what are your thoughts on queens making it on the show who who drag is not their main source of income what are your thoughts on that um i say if you have it and you can like make it on the show then like work i feel like that speaks volumes to the level, uh, uh, the quality of what you're doing, because the only other people we know of, or that like comes to mind when I think of, okay, they, they, this is not their job, would be Sugar Cane. Yeah, because she's she, the only one. Right. I don't know if there's been other queens who've also, but I feel like now it's starting to become more of a trend where you don't have to be this professional drag queen where this is your main source of income to make it on the show. You've got to be fierce, and I can definitely see. Um, Joey J being fierce. I feel like she's a little fierce. Based on the promo, I thought she was going to be a little bit more like punk rock kind of, but then based on her entrance look, it was more like feminine, beauty, all that kind of stuff. So I'm very interested to see what she brings. Then all of a sudden, the first two queens have come in and the Rue alarm starts to go off. The queens obviously look shooketh. Mama Rue comes on the screen and asks them to report to the main stage immediately. Once they get on the main stage, they are asked to introduce themselves to the judges. And then, here's the gag, Rue asks them to lip sync for their lives. What are your thoughts on this so far? I mean, it's definitely a twist. Do you like this, do you like this like format of like getting to introduce them to the judges and then instantly being thrown right into doing a lip sync for your life? I like that we get to like know them more and kind of get like, they don't go home right away. But I feel like having like them lip sync like every so often, I don't know. To me, like I don't think they're gonna like turn it out as much. And I guess that is for us to decide. I guess we'll have to see once we watch the lip sync. But I personally, I think it's great because in past seasons, I mean, you think about like where his drag, where drag race has come from. Like penetration was in and out in five seconds. 
Um, so I think it's great to have a little bit more of an airtime type thing going on. So the lip syncs uh, comes on and they have to lip sync to Carly Rae Jepsen's Call Me Maybe. And immediately I feel like Candy is just selling the song. What are your thoughts on the lip sync? I love this song, took me back to like eighth grade. <laughs> but I don't know, like Candy definitely I think did better out of the two. Uh, when when Joey walked in, she kept saying she was like a dancer and hucking and bucking, and then she she didn't do any of that. <laughs> yeah, she just kind of stood there. There was no hucking or bucking or clucking yeah. that happening at all. So I was confused about that. I thought Candy really also. I thought that she also delivered as far as the lip sync go goes. I think the key to a good lip sync are the three F's: fashion, fierce, and funny. And I think that she executed all of those within that lip sync song. So. Rue decides that Candy wins the lip sync. Do you agree with that? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I think that Candy definitely, of the two of them, really stood out and she delivered as far as the lip sync song was gone. So Joey J is the first queen to get the pork chop and sent out to be eliminated. Next, we have walking into the workroom, Denali. What are your thoughts on Denali? So she walks in and she has this like white ostrich feather little dress with this long ass ponytail and busted makeup and skates <laughs> what are your thoughts <laughs> i liked the look and i thought it was pretty cool that she came out on skates yeah she even bedazzled and and, and rhinestone the hell out of those shoes those skates too so i thought it was pretty sickening actually yeah. i know the producers are probably pissed as all get out because she just coming messing up they flow messing mm -hmm. up these people flow her makeup was busted she it's a little rough around the edges. I didn't think it was that bad. It's, it, I think her contour is a little... Who am I to judge? <laughs> Who am I to judge? But, I, yeah. Then walks in La La Ree. What are your thoughts on La La Ree? I like her. I think the look was a little bit on the basic side for an entrance look. She just came in with, like, a blazer top, and that was it. <laughs> I <laughs> thought it was... I thought... Yeah. I thought that it was cute that she came in with the the little um, rhinestone mask. Oh, I thought it was great. I thought it was just... It was, um, it showed that she was with the times <laughs> wearing this mask or whatever. I thought that was cute. But yeah, I would agree. Her outfit was rather basic. This flat shake and go wig she had on. But I think her personality was definitely there. I really yeah. like her. I, I think that La La Ree is going to do a great job. Then, of course, the same thing happens. They get called. The alarm goes off. They have to go to the main stage. They introduce them to themselves. And then, again, they have to lip sync for their lives. And this time, they're lip syncing to... The Pussycat Dolls, When I Grow Up. And immediately, number one, I fucking love this song. <laughs> I love the Pussycat Dolls. Those bitches can turn it. I love that song so much. I thought the, I thought the lip sync was very high energy. And chow, when uh, La La Re hit that pose, when that da 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 da, I was like, oh, yes, ma'am. You better do it. You better do it. What are your thoughts on the lip sync? Oh, I loved it. It was very high energy. Honestly, I thought both of them did better than the previous two. <laughs> oh, I agree. Um, but I was a fan of it. Yeah, I thought it was great. Um, Denali doing freaking cartwheels in these skates. Literally, like, ow. Ciao. And then when both of them went to the back of the stage and they did that slow walk together on the same foot, I was like, y'all better do it. Queens in sync. I loved it absolutely all the way. It was fantastic. So... Who do you think won this lip sync for you? Who was the winner for the for you? See, for me, I liked Denali's performance better. However, her nipples kept showing like every five seconds. And that just, 
It bothered me. I don't know. It's just So what you're saying is you're not a fan of nipples. <laughs> wow. It's the pro- problematic for me. Now we're now we're nipple shaming. Okay, okay. Only but like if you're in like you know, we got mad at Milan when you know we saw her underparts, so Wow. That's what I'm going to say. So I'm going to give it to Lala for this one. Yeah, I think I'm going to agree. I thought Lala really delivered the essence of what this song meant. She really gave us the ooh, ah, ah. She gave us the Lala re-experience. Yes. So I thought that was fantastic. So And she even did her little titty, little shake when she yes. was down on them. I was like, you better do it. Rue decides to keep Lala re, which means that Denali is the second queen to get the pork chop. This time, uh, Denali is sent to what we see is a pork chop loading dock lounge type thing. And Denali and Joey get to meet for the first time. Back in the workroom, the next queen to enter the workroom is Simone. And she comes in with this Polaroid dress. What are your thoughts on her outfit? Really likes the hair. I th- the neck up I really liked. Yeah. Very woman and like, you could not clock that wig. Woman, honey. Yes, but that dress... Oh, I'm going to boot it. That is, I I don't know. That's just to me. <laughs> I thought the concept was cool, recycled, but I thought it was cool because we've seen Queens or Ivy Winters came out in her gown where she had pictures of herself on it. Oh, yeah. So we've already seen something like that. I'm pretty sure somebody recently has done maybe pictures of themselves on an outfit. Maybe I'm thinking of season eight. I don't know who, I don't know. I feel like someone else has done it. So the idea, the concept is recycled. And for someone who's supposed to be a fashion queen, that's going to give references. I guess it's a, I don't know. It's, it, it, I don't know. But I agree that the, the fit of it, I think it could have been done better. Th- this is the first time you're walking onto the Olympics of drag and you come out here. And again, you're being this fashion queen and you come out in an ill-fitted outfit <laughs> and a new pump. Girl, really? But I think that she really was nice. I think that she's a, she's a little funny. I, I'm interested to see what she has to bring. Obviously, she's very confident. Next to walk into the workroom is Tamisha Iman. And bitch, when I say that this queen looks sickening in this red um, power suit, this red suit, I live this, the shoulder point with the, with the details going down um, the, the jacket, sickening what are your thoughts on miss timisha iman oh her face that, that mug perfect that hair was great she came with like a little with a little mask and then, oh that's right she did have the mask on there but yeah. yeah that 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 power suit fitted very very well it was very nice and she yeah those shoulder blades not yeah shoulder blades. the shoulder pads <laughs> yeah, shoulder pads very nice outfit it was very very nice we learned that she is the matriarchy of the Amon dynasty i thought that was interesting then the alarm goes off and they are sent to the main stage to meet the queens on stage tamisha iman talks about being in the game for 30 years that is a long time how old is she do you know how old she is well i don't know i'm gonna say if she's in what 30 years let's say she started when she was 20. sure so she's like 50. yeah that's is that our oldest contestant? I think Charlie High was 51. She's 51. Okay, so she's almost she, the second oldest. Can- well, how old was uh with the saggy bodysuit? Uh, Tempest. <laughs> uh, no, n- n- neither. She was not. Tempest was not that old. I know oh, that for okay. a fact. But Char- Charlie High's, I think, was the oldest one. But when I say uh, Charlie, number one, did not look her age either. And Tamisha do- certainly does not look her age. So for her to be in this game after 30 years... That's kind of sickening. And 
her drag seems to still be elevated. So I was, I'm very, again, excited to see it. We also find out that she was supposed to be on season 12, but had to cancel because she had cancer. What the f What are your thoughts? Well, she said it was stage three colon and colon's like, if you get it, that's like the end. The end. So the fact that she got over that. That, and I feel like that, I feel like, I, and I don't know, the, the season, it, we obviously we haven't seen the season, but I feel like that is a storyline. That's a narrative that they really wanted to push. So. Um, it, it makes me as a viewer fall in love with Tamisha Iman, not only because she came out in this sickening outfit and she's been in the game for so long. And now we also found out she just battled and fought cancer in a year, in a year. She's she even said, I think she even said that she last year, she couldn't even walk. Yeah. So she's learned how to walk. And now she is back on this stage. I thought it was absolutely sickening. Then they have to lip sync to Janet Jackson's pleasure principle what are your thoughts on this song choice i love a good janet jackson song especially from the 80s yeah. so i'm ready for it i'm living for it i i absolutely you know you know i got my little janet jackson moment got that little rhythm nation going on <laughs> but i freaking love this song so uh immediately the song comes on and tamisha is going out the gate strong with her dance moves i thought that i was watching janet herself up on that <laughs> stage what are your thoughts on the lip sync so far Oh yeah, I like it. Still definitely one of the better ones. Yeah, it was a very good one. Um, I was a little underwhelmed with Simone's performance just because I don't really feel like, I, I felt like uh, Tamisha was really giving it the essence of the song while Simone was kind of being like the beautiful face, just kind of prancing around. I didn't really understand it. The Do song you, is- Go ahead. The song is very like upbeat. Yeah. And I feel like Tamisha was trying to keep it like the more staccato, like Janet. Yeah, exactly. Like shimmy stuff. And someone was doing her like, her strut and her little things here and there. Yeah. The but judges I, were living for her though. They were they were laughing yeah. at some of the stuff she did. And I, I guess just, it was kind of funny. I just, you know, it, to me it didn't fit the lip sync song. Right. So, um, Simone wins the lip sync. Do you agree with this? No. Okay. So... <laughs> Next topic. Next question. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> I, I, I also agree. I This was the first one where I'm like, really? Are we seeing the same lip sync? Because I truly thought that Tamisha did a better job. I thought she really sold the the song. And maybe I'm just being biased just because I really like Tamisha so far in this uh, in the competition just because the story that we've given. But I really thought that she also sold it. And the fact that, she, again, she couldn't walk a year ago. She fought cancer. And she just lip sank better than this 25 year old sickening. So I, I also disagree. So Tamisha is sent to the pork chop loading dock. Boo. Next up, we have Got Mick who enters in the workroom. What are your thoughts on her look? So she had this like, I don't know, like, I don't know. I would get like Neapolitan, like ice cream. I got, that's like when I see <laughs> her. French. Yeah. French what are your thoughts on her outfit? I liked her outfit. Um, I'm hoping she's not one of those where, like, based off the promo, her face was white, and now her face is white again. I'm like, yeah. this is going to be a trend. Right. And if, if she does do that, I hope Michelle comes and reads her. Yes. Um, I like the outfit. It was very nice. I thought the hair was beautiful. Was I thought the, I thought the outfit was cute. I'm going to clock those basic-ass pumps that she had on, though. I thought she could have... I don't know. I just really liked the outfit and her makeup and the hair that it was just like, yes, yes, yes. Really? <laughs> Like, I feel like she could have done something, even put something on them to make it really stand out a little a bit little more. Yeah. I, I don't know. I really feel like Got Mick is more of a fan of the show. Like, I get, like, her personality when she when she comes in and the way she's talking, like, I feel like she's one of the, 
a super fan who got on the show like last season when they when they did the makeover challenge and they brought all those the, the, these women who love the show or whatever and like that's what I got from Got Me like she's not like an actual contestant <laughs> rather than she is a contestant or whatever we also find out that she is the first trans male to be on the show what are your thoughts on that I think it's good that we're having all this different representation on the show like I know we've had a few contestants who had come out as being trans women on the show right or you know even with like Gia coming back so yeah. I think it's good that we have a trans man now yeah I think that's good too. I, and honestly, this is this is not something that I was thinking would be represented on the show. So I think that's also really cool too. I feel like the narrative again, like you just said, we we've, we've seen these trans women who come on the show, but this is the first time I've even thought of the idea of having a trans man on the show. So it le- it lends itself to okay, well, will they have? Well, I doubt they'll have drag kings on the show, but you never know. But I think it's I think it's also really cool that they're able to do that too. I do feel like she's a bit out of her league, only due to the fact that again, I feel like she's like a super fan, and I don't feel like she's ready. She's a makeup artist, um, and she's had a huge following outside of this show on Instagram. And we all know that there's plenty of queens who have been on this show who are big on Instagram, but they can never deliver in the challenges. So I'll be interested to see if she can actually do that. Next we have Utica Queen and uh, instantly she walks in and we're like, she's the cookie queen. What are your thoughts on Utica? That tagline. <laughs> <laughs> that was sick. Literally. <laughs> Literally sickening. Um, I liked the outfit. It was very all over the place, but I think it worked. Like I was living for it. I thought that the outfit was interesting. I, it was a lot. It, was a, it wasn't bad, but it was a lot. So they go out to the main stage and they their lip sync song is Lindsay Lohan's Rumors. And I'm gonna pause so you guys can look up that song. <laughs> because I also did not know Lindsay Lohan had music. <laughs> I guess in the words of Gia Gunn, looks like there's room for everyone. Let's just say that. <laughs> because I had no idea that she made music. What are your thoughts on the lip sync? So I knew that she had music. I didn't know anybody like listened to it. So <laughs> Lindsay listened to it. <laughs> but I liked it. I thought it was fun. A good, I think it was a good drag song. Yeah, I thought the performance, the overall the performance was rather boring. I thought it was pretty lackluster. Just compared to what we've seen so far with the pl- uh, Pleasure Principle and... When I Grow Up. Yeah, When I Grow Up, Pussycat Dolls. I thought, that, I thought the song was great. I just thought that neither one of them stood out very, in a lip sync. Very one note. Yeah, they were they, they were basic white girls. That's what that was. <laughs> that was watching two white girls come on the stage and just prance and whatnot. <laughs> to Lindsay Lohan. To Lindsay Lohan. I don't get no whiter than that. <laughs> They're doing it the white way. Got Mick wins the lip sync. Do you agree? Sure. I, I, there wasn't really a clear winner to me. Yeah, I agree. I thought that Utica made me laugh more, but I thought that Got Mick maybe delivered the song a little bit more. I, I could have seen either one of them win. I could see both of them lose. I didn't... I didn't really care for the their their performance all the way. So Utica gets eliminated. Next in the workroom, we have Rose. What are your thoughts on Rose? I liked the little like bit that she had where she had like the black tattoo that was like, hey. <laughs> I, I don't know. It was stupid, but I loved it. She also came out with the little the tiny ass purse. Oh, I forgot that. <laughs> the outfit was again basic. <laughs> very, very basic. Yeah. See, she likes pink. Yes, we see that she's on brand with her name, Rose, wearing all this pink. I'm just hoping that this is not gonna be a, a thing for her. I hope she does not come out in like pink everything, like a pink wig or a pink outfit or something like that. 
I thought it was cute. It's a it's a it's a freaking pink leotard. So like I don't really know. She definitely comes across as confident, maybe overly confident, especially here in this entrance. So what are your thoughts? I'm hoping she's not another Britta incident. Right. Coming in very, very high uh, confidence, borderline not confident. Right. And I definitely get that. But I think. I don't know. I remember her from Monet's show, The Exchange Rate, and she was funny on there. Yeah. So I hope she Ro makes some comedy. And Rosé is also known for being in the girl group with season 12 sister, Jan Sport. They were in Stephanie's Child. So it's Jan, now Rosé. Now we see her and Laguna Blue. So we have seen Rosé before and she talks about her accolades as if she's the Vina DeCampo <laughs> and how she's been on The Voice and... Uh, what it was America's Got Talent. Yeah. They lost all of them, so let's be clear. Um, but very confident. Next walks in Olivia Lux. What are your thoughts on her? This might be unpopular opinion. Okay. I did not like her look at all. I didn't like I don't like your look right now, so <laughs> I I I liked the concept. It looked it she looked like she padded like 50 pounds heavier than she was. Yeah, I thought her padding was very weird. And I don't know if that's what like did not do it for me. Right. I don't know. It was just it, it just did not work for me. Well, again, she also came out in a tiny ass purse, and so I'm like, I think I just thought the pairing of the two of them with small purses, I thought that was funny. Very Lizzo. I get that right. Coincidental? I think not. Um, I agree. Her the 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 her proportions on her body is a little wide because I feel like she's a very petite um, person, but her padding was just very 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 wide and i'm like what and also i, I mean i like that the outfit the ruching of it just because it looks like a, a curtain or whatever but i think that's what she was going for but her face she's beautiful <laughs> oh my god and the hair i loved it i loved her face and her hair it was absolutely beautiful i think that she is a beautiful queen i really think so yes very pretty so they are sent out to the main stage to introduce themselves and they lip sync to l king's x's and o's what are your thoughts on this performance i liked the performance i was definitely on the higher energy side i yeah. was kind of surprised at the song choice it's not like your typical like drag pick agreed but then they did have you know like winona judd so like um but i liked it. i thought it was fun they right. both definitely turned it i thought it was a very strong performance from both of them yeah um i thought that olivia really shined through though especially when it got to that like little guitar guitar solo and she was like talking uh -huh. about being one with the music i just really felt like she was really delivering the theatrics of the song and you can definitely tell that she's a theater queen yes. her and rose are definitely theater queens because they were really living and delivering on the stage <laughs> rose chow is the spinning queen yes. that bitch spun more times than the tasmanian devil <laughs> <laughs> she reminded me you know that vine where the it's like the little fairy that spins around oh i thought you're talking about the well i mean that's <laughs> yes the fairy spinning around <laughs> and then it goes to the fireplace literally that's what she was <laughs> that was rose i thought you were talking about the dun, dun, she dun, done that too. Dun, 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 and she could just spin around and around and around that bitch is spinning for days who won this lip sync for you i think i'm gonna have to give it to olivia i do have a bias towards rose from seeing her on the exchange rate. Yeah. But I think Olivia, she definitely did it. I liked her little like 60s, like, I don't know what that's Oh, yeah, called, yeah, yeah, yeah. With the arms. Yeah, I thought she really delivered it. It was a it was a different take on the song. I thought both of them, the interpretation that they went with was different and it worked. Yeah. So I, in my opinion, this was definitely one of the stronger performances of the night. So Olivia wins the lip sync and Rose is eliminated. Next we have up in the workroom, Miss Tita 
burner from New York City. Before I even ask you, I just have one thing to say. Boot. <laughs> All the way around. Mama, that outfit was garbage. That was a firefighter realness. <laughs> Chow. That was atrocious. I don't have anything. There was, there's not one single thing about that outfit that I liked. I thought the hair was ugly, this hat was ugly, her makeup was crusty, her lips was dusty. The No, it was a boot. It was <laughs> not good. I did not like anything about it. But I know Tina Burner from New York City. Everybody in New York knows Tina Burner. She's an old broad who has been at this for eons. I personally know Tina because she was on the show Shade Queens of NYC with Britta Filter. So that's how I know who they are, whatever. I don't have the best impression of Tina just based off of that, just because I didn't like how she was in that show. What are your thoughts on Tina Burner? What are your thoughts on her outfit, her as a whole? <laughs> I just had to get that out. She is a broad. <laughs> she looks like a an old broad. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I didn't I didn't hate the outfit. I thought it was, you know. You're a liar. <laughs> You're a liar. You're lying. Line up on this on this it good was, day. We'll call it camp. It was something. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> <laughs> Next walks in Kamora Hall. Um, in this Bob Mackie. Uh, uh, I'm trying to think of what color this is. Like a uh, maybe a tangerine. Maybe yeah. not a tangerine. It's like a peachy orange. Peachy orange Bob Mackie gown. What are your thoughts on her? Oh, she looks stunning. This hair, Her, mama. The hair? That was some of the biggest laid hair. Is that laid? Would that be laid hair? It was big. <laughs> what are your thoughts on queens coming in in, the, in these custom, not even custom, these original, sorry, because she said that it was a Bob Mackie original. What are your thoughts on her coming with something um, like that? I think that's fine. But, you know, <laughs> from what we've seen on the show, money don't get you nowhere. That is very true. <laughs> that is no guarantee. So if you want to come in in your very expensive Bob Mackie dress, that's fine. Sure. But you still better turn it out. Right. And I think as far as the entrances go, I thought that her personality was rather, was more on the boring side. Just her personality, just based on what we've seen so far. I didn't really get anything uh, other than the fact that she's from Chicago and that she is... The Mackie doll. Um, the Mackie doll and uh, season 12 winners, Jada Essence Hall's sister. That's pretty much all I got. Um, and I can tell that she may be a little bit shady too. That's pretty much all yeah. I got. She definitely showed more personality in the entrance than the promo. <laughs> yeah, I definitely agree with that. It's not a lot. <laughs> and then in a twist of things, we have a, our last queen who walks in, which is Miss Elliot with two T's. What are your thoughts on Elliot's name? work i mean <laughs> i i'm you know we have we had you know britta filter jansport like okay I'm, I'm 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 trying to read her but at the same time the freaking winner of season eight was bob the drag queen yeah. so your name does not have anything to do with it <laughs> but i'm just confused on what she got with that what but. are you insinuating <laughs> <laughs> not that <laughs> i absolutely loved her entrance look i thought it was so cute it was very 80s i loved it what were your thoughts on her look? oh i hated it <laughs> i loved it i thought it was I, so cute i love the 80s reference what she was going for to me it's, it just did not work but that hair was giving me very the goldberg mom from the goldbergs <laughs> yeah i don't know that show okay well i'm not white <laughs> i loved i thought her outfit was absolutely um maybe hate was a strong word but i liked it i liked it i thought her entrance was cringy yes it was white girl and she's central. A, and she's a dancer. And she's a dancer. <laughs> she was stiff. She was like 
so she literally reminded me of when someone put starch on pants <laughs> stiff <laughs> that's what that was that was cringy and then tina what i thought was hilarious was tina tries to come for her elliot's look and i'm like really tina <laughs> You literally look like Ronald McDonald reject. And you want to sit here and talk about somebody else's outfit? Mama, do you not see what you got going on? <laughs> then they get sent out to the main stage to introduce themselves. And they have to do a three-way lip sync to Lady Marmalade. What are your thoughts on this song? Oh, I love this song. This... I kind of wish they would have left it for like further in the season when we had some girls that were like just really like in the competition. Yeah. I think it would have really turned out. But I think... They all did really well in the lip sync. I love the song. I thought the song is iconic. Everyone, everybody knows. Every gay person knows oh, yeah. the song. But I'm thinking, okay, there's four parts and you have the three, <laughs> three yeah. queens. Like, yeah. Um, what would have been really sickening is if they all, obviously they didn't know each other and they didn't know this was going to happen, all that kind of stuff. But what would have been really sickening is if like each of them took like a role in that. I thought that would have been funny. Um, that would have been interesting. Um, who won this lip sync for you? Um, I think I'm gonna have to give it to Tina. I think she she did the best out of the two. I don't think anybody did terrible right. or bad. I think they all did pretty good. By th she stood out to me. Yeah, Could I would have agree. Been, you know, because she's you know abroad, but well, yes, <laughs> in the outfit. You know, she's a theater girl, so she's also she Broadway, but she's also broad. So Tina wins the lip sync, and Elliot and Kamora are sent away. They are eliminated. Then we see that the winner circle are all together, and they are talking about who they are and who they went up against and Tina throws some shade towards Olivia for only doing drag for only a few years and kind of shades Rosé too. Do you like the Queens who've won? No, because when they were all together, it was all very like, oh, like, you know, we're the winners, we're the A-team, like, we're the ones, like, we're on top. It just came off as very just like arrogant to me. Let's say, um, let's say you were in this winner circle what would your thoughts be if you won, if you were to win a lip sync and you were in this winner circle? I'd probably be like them a little bit. Okay, <laughs> but I'm just saying it does it's not a good look in your third trimester. Right, right. <laughs> Meanwhile, we go over to the pork chop loading dock, and the energy is quite the opposite of what the winner circle is like. Apparently, there seems to be some type of drama with Tina and Rose. Rose thinks that Tina doesn't like her. What are your thoughts on this drama, this New York City drama? Oh, I hope it comes through in the season. Yeah, because I, that's <laughs> literally what we live for. I'm here for the, the drama. I want to see somebody fight. Like I'm I don't want it. it to be teased and then nothing come up come right, from it. Right, right. So Rue announces that the Pork Chop Queens have to pull an all-star and they have to vote one of their sisters out. Yikes. That is a gag. Uh, <laughs> another thing, before they even do that, I think it's hilarious and I want to spotlight... Tamisha Iman making the reference of she's the only black girl, so don't y'all better not eliminate her. <laughs> don't vote me now. <laughs> um, I thought that was hilarious. What are your thoughts on them having to, to have to vote somebody off? I think that's like very uh you know, I didn't think they were gonna all go home because like right. what, they're not gonna eliminate half the queens. But like to get on they only do one lip sync and then lose mm -hmm. and then like to get voted off. Yeah. I think that's pretty harsh. Yeah. I think that this is a great twist. I did not see that coming. I think it's great. What are your thoughts on the lip sync twist? Are you for it? Are you against it? Is this something you would like to consider, continue to do in future seasons? I don't know if I would want to do the lip syncs like that many in one episode. Cause to me, it kind of got repetitive by like the fourth, the fifth, you know. Right. It was kind of like they came on and then they like 
they they but even like they only have like one like one line when they talk to the judges. So I feel like we didn't really get to know them as much. Yeah. From that standpoint. Plus I love it when all the queens come in and interact with each other in like one premiere. Right. However though, I do like how at least on the first episode no one went home immediately. So I don't know. I would like some parts of this to continue on in future seasons, but like everybody lip syncing to me, no. What are your thoughts um on um the queens, the cast as a whole? Who are some of your favorites so far? Who's standing out to you? Okay, standing out to me, I still really like Denali. Okay. Even though she did get, you know, booted. Yeah. <laughs> um, I liked Rose. I liked Tamisha. Um, I liked Lala. She's probably one of the only one out of the winners I really liked out of those. I liked definitely more of the losers than the winners. So who is your, and I know it's very early on, we don't really know anything, but who is your pick to win this season so far? I feel like based off of the promo what we've seen on this first episode, I think Simone has a really good chance of making it to the end. Okay. Um, I would definitely love to see one of the loser queens. I don't know. I I don't know. I just really like Denali. Like Right. <laughs> I think um, she can make it if she keeps herself covered. Yes. <laughs> I definitely agree that Simone is definitely one to beat based off the promo and the reaction that she's getting from the fandom and how she did in this challenge and she won her lip sync. I definitely can see that they are pushing for Candy Muse to also maybe go further. And I'm kind of rooting. I'm kind of living for Candy this episode. I think that she's delivered on the confidence level that she's in. So I'll be definitely interested to see her go further. I think Tina Burner is another one that oh, she's a front runner. definitely could be a front runner. I hated her outfit, <laughs> but I definitely think that she could be a front runner in this challenge. So, so who do you think is going to be? the first queen to get eliminated. Who do you think is going to be the first one to sashay away? See, I couldn't really tell with them. I mean, I think Tamisha is safe. I think Denali is safe. And I think Rosé is safe. But how how do you know that? None of these queens know each other. They But they were like talking a lot. And Joey was kind of talking a good bit too. I think I think they'll probably be the ones that are like most likely to, to not have to worry. I think that they are either going to get rid of just based on the outfits and the challenge and maybe maybe and maybe their personality, Kamora or Ellie. I yeah. think those are the two that maybe maybe gone. Yeah. I could see maybe Utica or Joey as like a wild card. Utica or Joey. I guess I could see that. Thank you so much, Joe, for joining me today. Thank you for having me. And thank you guys for tuning in to this week's episode. Make sure you stick around next week as we review episode two of RuPaul's Drag Race season 13.